WVOW Local News, now. What's old is new again and possibly a step forward addressing the perpetual litter problem throughout the county. I'm Faith Bannister. More on this story after the break. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. I'm Tanya Crum, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, Surgical Podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center. Always here for you. Logan County Circuit Court Chief Judge Josh Butcher was in attendance for the second regularly scheduled meeting of the Logan County Commission on Monday, January 23rd. The judge delivered an update to commissioners concerning community service sentencing with the Southwestern Regional Day Report Center. Judge Butcher said a litter control community service program, once utilized in the county, should be revisited. There's lots of ways to get that done, but one of the easiest ways to get it done that seems so easy to implement was to simply authorize, as chief judge, the magistrates of Logan County to consider sentences of community service. The chief judge said magistrates now have the option to give community service through garbage pickup if they see fit based on the criteria of sentencing. He said this was a practice of the past and it had ceased over time. In spring of 2021, then-newly elected commissioner Diana Barnett hosted a forum at her movie theater to address the litter problem. It was at that meeting County Magistrate Joe Mendez suggested the idea of sentencing nonviolent offenders to community service by picking up litter. Mendez had reasoned that a sentence of community service could deal with the trash strewn along creeks and ditch lines, but also have an impact on the ever-soaring jail bill. Mendez was on hand with Judge Butcher at the meeting Monday. The magistrate said litter and the jail bill are still issues, but now magistrate court has the option he has long championed. Mendez said he has sentenced to eight offenders so far, and four of them have completed their sentences. So I see nothing but good coming from this. We just got to get it up on speed and get it running, because right now we're walking. Diana Barnett, now president of the Logan County Commission, commended the program. I think that 90% of our population in Logan is sick of seeing trash. And we've got to have zero tolerance, and we've all got to work together. And this program, I think we can take pride in I think it's going to grow. Like Joe says, it's walking right now, and, and I appreciate the judge getting on board. Um, it's going to take all of us. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey announced a representative from his office will meet with Southern West Virginia residents in February to discuss consumer-related issues and answer any questions. Mandy Thompson, a consumer outreach and compliance specialist with the office, will host events in Gilbert, Hamlin, Leaguer, Madison, Mann, and Oceana. The first event is set for Wednesday, February 1st, and will take place at the Chamber of Two Virginias in Bluefield between 11 and 1 o'clock. For information on additional requirements specific to any location, attendees are encouraged to contact Mandy Thompson at 304-993-9106. Authorities are searching for a man accused of ramming and sideswiping a deputy cruiser with his truck during a high-speed chase through Big Branch Road in the Black Oak Gap area of Wayne County, West Virginia. 
According to the Wayne County Sheriff's Drug Enforcement Unit, the suspect, identified as Sean Reisner, was known to be allegedly trafficking drugs and was already wanted by authorities. Deputies say Reisner drove off north on West Virginia Route 152 from Dunlow after allegedly hitting the cruiser a second time. Deputies eventually gave up the pursuit for safety reasons. Authorities retrieved a large bag of methamphetamine and a handgun with extended magazine. Both were allegedly thrown from Reisner's truck during the pursuit. According to Sheriff Thompson, warrants were issued for the suspect for felony fleeing, destruction of property, possession with intent to deliver, assault on a police officer, and prohibited person from possessing a firearm. Authorities say Reisner was already wanted for a parole violation. A parking lot on Hudgens Street in downtown Logan may see construction of a new veterans housing project as early as next week. The Loganwood apartment building is meant to be for veterans. The Mingo Housing Authority will handle issuing housing vouchers to cover rent. The property was donated by the city and Logan Regional Medical Center. The plans call for a four-story apartment building with one- and two-bedroom units. Construction on Loganwood is set to begin next week and expected to be completed by February next year. And on the topic of veterans, following the vandalism of at least 13 veteran graves earlier this month, an investigation is being conducted in Fayette County. According to Fayette County Sheriff Mike Fridley, 13 bronze markers for military grave sites were taken and removed from a cemetery in the community of Page. The keeper of the cemetery informed authorities of the damage on January 7th. Anyone with information is urged to call the sheriff's office at 304-574-3590 or send a message to the Fayette County Sheriff's Department Facebook page or call Crime Stoppers of West Virginia at 304-255-STOP. A Wyoming County woman is facing charges after allegedly kicking a state trooper. According to the criminal complaint, West Virginia State Police were called to the Glenfork area in reference to a woman appearing severely intoxicated at the Fox's Quick Stop. After arriving at the scene, troopers found Cecilia Frady and said she seemed to be under the influence of narcotics. At one point during her interaction with law enforcement, Frady began acting erratically and kicked a trooper. During Frady's arrest, investigators found a box containing a substance consistent with meth. Frady was charged with possession of a scheduled substance and battery on an officer. Legislation that would give corrections officers in the Mountain State a pay raise and bonus won approval in the House Jails and Prison Committee, moving to the House Finance Committee. House Bill 2879 advanced Thursday with a unanimous vote from committee members. According to West Virginia Commissioner of Corrections and Rehabilitation, William Marshall, the current staffing situation at Corrections is the worst they've had in at least three decades. Yeah, those numbers are the highest we've had. Um, according to employees, it's been here for, for 30 plus years. Uh, this is the, the highest vacancy rate they've seen. The legislation would provide a $6,000 hiring and retention bonus. Employees who already work in Corrections would receive the bonus. Newly hired officers would get $3,000 immediately and receive the other $3,000 after three years. The bill also details a separate $10,000 pay raise to officers. Corrections officers would receive a raise of $5,000 in July of 2023 and receive annual raises of $2,500 in the subsequent two years. Bill sponsors said the legislation would raise the beginning salary for a corrections officer from $33,000 to $43,000 in three years. 
The Department of Health and Human Resources reported 934 active cases of coronavirus across the Mountain State in the agency's latest update today. The state DHHR reported 354 new infections of COVID-19. No additional deaths were reported, so the state's death toll stands at 7,822 fatalities. There are still 223 patients hospitalized for the virus, and 26 of those hospitalized are in the ICU. Ten patients remain on ventilators. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Okay, what we have is colder air here moving in. Temperatures are only in the upper 30s. We have a cold night tonight. Lots of clouds. We're down to about 32 degrees. And look for some winds to gust up to 20 miles per hour. Now on Saturday, partly sunny, the high near 50 or so across the coal fields. Sunday, rain is moving in. High temperatures will be in the mid and upper 40s. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. 